Hello, hello, hello. What's up, Victors? Thank you for listening to Victoriously Broken. We are your host, Invincible and Mrs. T. And this safe space was created for all who have been broken to share their testimonies to encourage and uplift others. Today's episode is titled Fractured Faith. Mm. All right, so let's break it down a bit. The word fracture means there's a break, breach, or split. So what do you do when there's a break, breach, or split in our faith? What caused that fracture in our faith? You see, for me, faith has been, my faith has been fractured so many times. I swear I've been on and on again, off again relationship with God for years, right? Mm-hmm. Due to things not going my way, me not getting what I wanted, growing through depression, me struggling to with being happy with my life, mm. or heck, just me struggling on this bumpy road called life, right? And mm-hmm. during those times, I felt like God left me. Mm. Like he just packed up his duffel bag and left. No note, nothing. Wow. (laughs) Wow. But in reality, he never left me. I left him. Mm. Understand that, right? Mm. Because I grew frustrated with him. So I stopped talking to him because I couldn't Mm -hmm. understand why if I was his daughter and he loved me like he said he does, Mm. then why, right? Mm. Why the pain? Why the depression? Why am I not lovable? Mm. Why am I not enough? Why did he make me the way he did? He knew I would face all these trials yet it was like he didn't equip me to go through it Mm. yeah no (laughs) I know now I know now that like that's a no yeah in the beginning of my journey right just like I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all have asked those same questions Because in the beginning of it, you are stuck. You're trying to understand. You can't see. Right. That's exactly where I was. So everything I'm saying, I'm no longer there, but I was there. And I was there for quite some time. It's interesting that you say you were there. I think that you can be at the, you can have broken faith throughout your entire journey because this is a journey right we're going to have uh, even if you're new in the faith even if you're seasoned in the faith so to speak we're all still growing and trying daily to get better and to get better and to get better um at this faith walk because that's exactly what this is the faith walk right right we have to and it's so hard and, and it's seasonal. I always tell people, and 
why I, I tell myself too when I get into those times, you know, this is seasonal. It's a season. Seasons do what? They change, yes. right? There, you know, sometimes you be on that, have that season and of that strong faith where you like, oh, it ain't nothing my God can't do. He yeah. gonna get me through it. If he brought me to it, he gonna get me through it. I'm so blessed. I don't need to be stressed. And that's the season you're going through. And then on the flip side, you could be going through those seasons where you're saying, Lord, you're still there, right? <laughs> Right, <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Because I feel like we get so bogged down with society, with the yeah. world around us. Yeah. And it's so easy to get stuck in that mud. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely easy to get stuck. It's easy to get caught up in, we've talked about this. It's easy to get caught up in societal norms, right? Just because- yeah what seems quote-unquote normal you know does not mean it is correct it doesn't mean it's the correct way of thinking it doesn't mean it's the correct way of um doing it you know that has a lot to do with feelings as well just because you feel like this is this way or you feel bad or you feel like it's hopeless or you feel like it's never going to change or you feel like this thing is never going to get better or you feel like I ain't never going to have no money <laughs> right <laughs> or you, feel, you feel like I ain't never going to get new, no new car I'm always going to be catching it but you know what I mean or you feel like um I'm never going to get that new job or I'm never going to get that new promotion or you feel like I'm I'm never going to get that man or you feel like I'm never going to have that kid or you feel like I'm never going to feel that love just because you feel that way and your feelings are very valid does not necessarily make that the truth. Yes, exactly. Because it's a faith walk. And my faith has been fractured many, many, many times. And I love God because he welcomes questions. Yes. It's okay to question God. Listen, I don't know who came up with I don't know who came up with, oh, don't question God or don't, or how parents, but uh-uh, girl, you don't be questioning me. Who you think you are questioning me? You yes. are what I said, when yes. I said, how I said, without any questions. Mm-hmm. Yes. I grew up not afraid questioning God because I was told, you don't question God. And my you don't, God. Home, you don't yeah. question God. That's the one yeah. no, no, you don't do. And and that's not me up and then later on in life you find out that's not true that's a hard that was a hard pill to swallow how do I get out of that thinking process you know it's crazy because as we get older we have we find ourselves unlearning to relearn yes I had to unlearn so much oh my god all of those oh my gosh because it's like and don't get me wrong, traditions are awesome, right? Mm-hmm. I, I say this quite often. Traditions are amazing. It's great to have traditions. Um, it's great to be traditional. But when your traditions start to outweigh scriptural doctrine, 
or sound doctrine or the gospel truth, when your traditions are starting to weigh out the gospel truth and you start leaning more on what tradition says rather than what the word actually is saying, then there's something wrong with that. Mm, Yes. Then there's something wrong with that because now you're preaching, you're preaching and teaching what you feel and how you think and how what you want your walk to look like rather than how God feels right what God thinks what God demands your walk to look like right and again that goes back to faith this is all about faith and I think in order for our faith to continue to be strong and continue to be um fruitful right because we don't want that faith that's just faith we don't want to just read and read and read and read and read and then do nothing about it right we got to actually put the work in exactly so it gets me to thinking how do we heal a fracture Mm. I was starting when I was trying to answer this question I was thinking about how they heal a fracture right you go to the hospital go to the doctor you see what's wrong you check in you got to get some x-rays done which means you have to examine and you have to be truthful with yourself right because he already knows but you have to be truthful with yourself you have to sit with that pain you have to dig deep you have to go within and you have to be honest i don't care how hard it how much it hurts in order for you to heal, mm. you have to bring truth forward, right? You got to get naked. Right. You got to get completely naked. Listen. Just get, get, get butt naked. Just get Listen. butt naked. Just, just get butt naked. You know what I mean? Just be all out there in the butt. Yes. You know what I mean? Just all yes. everything hanging out. Just get Exactly. <laughs> and that's the x-ray, right? And that's the x-ray. That's the that x-ray part. <laughs> So once the x-ray is done, they then bandage you up. Depending on how deep that fracture is, Mm. they put on a cast, Mm -hmm. a brace, or a splint. It all depends on the severity of your particular fracture. Yes. Yes. So in this case, your cast, your splint, or your brace is you praying studying the word, asking God questions. And I'm talking about those hard, deep questions that you have been avoiding. Yeah. And forgiving yourself. Mm. That is the hardest thing ever to do. But forgive yourself. Yes. Uh, It's so important. I think we often leave that out because we focus so much on explaining how important forgiveness is, how important it is to extend forgiveness to other people. Yes. And we put so much emphasis on that because it is. It's very important to forgive others. It is very important to heal. It is very important to forgive that situation and that person that affected you in that negative way 
in which you need to give that forgiveness. Yes. Right? That's very important. But so often we miss the point that we have to forgive ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know what it is. Maybe it's, it's that deep-rooted feeling of I'm not worthy of the forgiveness. Yes. Just, just feeling that sense of emptiness yes that sense of despair that sense of I'm not good enough yes and that's and it's and it's crazy because those are lies those are all lies from the enemy exactly you are worth it you are good enough you know why you're good enough you know why you're worth it because God says you are exactly (laughs) exactly he also says that there is no condemnation what does condemnation mean is a punishment for a bad act why are we found innocent when maybe we actually did do something wrong maybe we actually did do that thing the reason we are found innocent is because christ came christ was born christ lived and then christ died for us exactly for our sins he took everything that we have done we are doing and that we will do and put it on himself and took care of it that part he died for all of us and i think too so this is at least what i gathered from reading my word Mm -hmm. is before he came they used to offer sacrificing of the animals and everything, right? All the exactly. sacrifice because the purity of the blood exactly what's forgiving, right? It's the purity of the blood that that was pleasing to God. So when God sent Jesus and Jesus died on the cross, his blood was that pure and that powerful that we no longer needed to yes. sacrifice any animals anymore. Yes. We needed to offer that sacrifice for him because he sent his only son. Yes, to save us from that bondage, right? And guess what? I got a scripture for that. Romans chapter eight, I'm gonna start at verse one. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and of death. Verse three, for what the law could not do, weak as it was through the flesh, God did. Mm. Sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. Come on. As an offering for sin. He condemned sin in the flesh so that the requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us. Amen. Who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Verse five, for those who are according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh, but those who are according to the spirit, their minds to the things of the spirit for the mindset on the flesh is death but the mindset on the spirit is life and yes 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 and peace yes i love that one i love that read just 
So read that part for me one more time for the people in the back. Romans chapter eight, I'm gonna start at verse six. For the mind set on the flesh is death, but the mind set on the spirit is life and peace. Amen. Amen. There's no condemnation. When you set your mind in the spirit, when you forgive yourself, when you know who God is, you know who Christ is, you know what happened, you have that, you do not need to hold yourself in condemnation. And you don't need to allow anyone else to hold you in condemnation either. Exactly. So when you forgive yourself for what you did wrong, but that other person refuses to forgive you, you're still not held to any condemnation just because they can't get over it. Yep, exactly. And during that process, right, your healing process, new cells are forming, new Mm. bones and tissues are starting to form, right? They're, They're joining that fracture back together again. So you're becoming a whole new person. Each time, Mm. each time, each fracture brings new bones, new cells, a new person emerges because I love that you never go through something and come out of it the same person. That's powerful. That is powerful. Ever. You never, ever, ever go through nothing and come out the same person ever, ever. I am. But you're not supposed to, though, are you? Think about that. If you think about a coal, a rock of coal, and it goes through all of that fire and all of that pressing and banging and hammering and everything, and it still comes out coal, what was the point? Right? That part. (laughs) I just wasted my time. Exactly. Exactly. Think about um, the butterfly. When it turns, when that caterpillar crawls up into that cocoon, you think it's going to emerge again as the caterpillar? He can't, he left? No, no, no. Prior and then if it does, they're going to be like, well, dang, I slept. I went to sleep and I came out like this. <laughs> there was nothing. I did all that for nothing. Right. <laughs> what is going on? What is going on? If I was a caliber, I'd be kind of mad. I'd be right mad right now. Like, right? is this it for the rest of my yeah. life? <laughs> okay, my being punked, where is Ashton cooking? I know I was supposed to be a butterfly. I'm just saying, I was supposed to listen, where's my wings? Right. Why am I still crawling? <laughs> and you know, it's so funny. It's, that makes me think about our lives, right? It's like the person tries and he tries and they try and she tries and they try and they try, but they feel like they're still in the same spot and they have not gone anywhere. Everything's still the same, but they are trying their hardest, right? Mm-hmm. So let me help you. This is what I had to understand is that in my life, it felt like every nothing was changing for so many years. It just felt like I was going through the same cycle over and over and over again. But somebody told me this and it really resonated with my spirit. It's like, you may be going in a cycle. You may be going, will feel like you're going in a circle, but you're not staying at the same level. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when you go 
and you drive your car and you park in a parking structure, right? Yeah. You know how you keep going around and around, yes. but yes. is that parking structure staying in that same level? No. Yeah. You keep no. going around and around, but you're going up. Yeah. And just yeah. because you're going in that circle, baby, just because you keep going in that circle around and around. Come on now. Every time you, every time you turn that next turn, you're going up. Come on now. So let me encourage you, Victor's. Just because it feels like you're going in that circle and you keep going around and around and around, baby, you're going up. <laughs> you're going up. You're going to find that parking spot at the very top. This reminds me, remember, oh, okay, scripture, I need this help, girl. Okay, this reminds me when God had uh, his people walking around in the wilderness for however many years before they got to the land of milk and honey. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were there for, hold on. on, 40 years or something? Yep, you're right, 40 years. Of just constantly just walking in the woods and they're like they're lost. They don't know where they're going. Didn't we see this rock already 10 years ago? What what is this? So when are we going to get to the land of milk and honey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got a scripture for that. So that was found in Deuteronomy Chapter eight, let's start at verse two. You shall remember all the way which the Lord your God has led you in the wilderness these 40 years, that he might humble you, Mm. testing you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. He humbled you and let you be hungry and fed you with manna, which you did not know nor did your fathers know that he might make you understand that man does not live by bread alone. Come on. But man lives by everything that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. Your clothing did not wear out on you, nor did your foot swell these 40 years. Thus, you are to know in your heart that the Lord your God was disciplining you just as a man disciplines his son. Amen. That part where you said he humbled you. Listen, there is a reason why we're going around in circles, right? The reason. But guess what? Like she said, we're not going down. We're going up. Exactly. But there's lessons to be learned. He's trying to teach you something. He's waiting on you to open your big, beautiful eyes and open yes. your big, beautiful heart. Yes. And let him in and yes. talk to him. Yes. Understand that pain is important to wound healing. Mm. Yes. It is important. I'm going to say it again because I don't think y'all heard me. It is, girl. Pain is important to wound healing. Whew. Don't be afraid of your pain. Embrace mm-hmm. it. Sit with it because it's just temporary. Forgive exactly. yourself. It's just temporary. Yep. Pain is not forever but it's as long as you allow it to be yeah sometimes when we done healing 
we get that in our mind that we're not done and I'm still hurt. I'm still pain because we don't know how to let go. Exactly. Let exactly. go. Let exactly. go. So I struggle with letting go, y'all. And I'm going to tell you this right quick. So I created, y'all know I'm a crafter. <laughs> so I created this um, like display box and it says, let that go. And I created a journal that goes along with it. Mm -hmm. So whenever I'm dealing with something or I'm stressed out, I'm like, argh. Mm -hmm. But at the end of that day or whatever, right? I write it all out mm -hmm. and then I'm done. I let that go. I release that. I'm no longer holding on to that. It's no longer my responsibility mm -hmm. because I had to develop that because I was going through so much, so much with work. I couldn't understand why. I'm such a cool, laid back person. You know, I let you dictate how I treat you. So if you <laughs> come at me happy and giggly, that's that's the one you're going to get. But if you come at me mean and side-eyed and rude, well, I, I match your energy. Mm. Okay. You reciprocate. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I, cause I'm a huge energy person. I can walk. That's why I don't like crowds because I consume everybody's energy around me. Right. And I had to write, I had to figure out a way how to start releasing that. How yeah. to let that go. Yeah. It's, it's, it's called the garbage method. The garbage method. You gotta, you gotta, uh, you know, it's it's the garbage method. Garbage I've never in, heard of this garbage method. Garbage in, garbage out. You know what I mean? That that's that that's that com computer term. The more garbage you bring in, you gotta let that garbage out. The way you bring it in, you gotta let it out. So I I call it the garbage method. I have a trash can. I do the same thing. One time in one season of my life, many seasons ago, the trash can at the top had hurt. Just the word hurt. And so I would, because I'm a writer, I would write down everybody, everything, all people and names or yeah. things and situations that hurt me. Yeah. And I wall it up and I'll throw it in the trash. That'd be my hurt, hurt trash. Because it's, it's because it's compartments to it. At one season of my life, I had a garbage can and on the top it said people. Right. And so all the people who I want to throw away in my life. I will write their names out and I'll throw it away in the trash can that said people. Wow. And so that was my, that was my therapeutic way of releasing the garbage out. Because a lot of times we don't realize that we're taking a lot of garbage in. Yes. And so and I it call does it, something for us when we yes. see that visual representation yeah I'm in love with that method that's a really good one yeah. I never heard of it but I I like that that's a really good visual representation because sometimes you know write it down make it plain exactly <laughs> exactly you know me you know I'm always writing something down right so for me and that's how I process as well I, I have to write it down I have to see it on paper in order for me to process it clearly because you can talk to me all day we can have a conversation and then probably by the end of it, I won't remember anything you said unless I am taking <laughs> notes as I'm speaking to you. 
this is people, true victors um <laughs> yeah you know i tell people i said i am like the the best wrong friend you can ever have because you can tell me all your business and tomorrow i will remember so there you go <laughs> just, exactly oh, that's what you can't hold good. some juice in and you just want to tell somebody tell her yeah because yeah, after that conversation story. she forgot Yep, I can't make this. I try my best, you know. Let's. It has to literally be tied to stuff. You know what I mean? Something so important that I'm like, okay, I'm a, my brain's gonna hold on to it and soak that up. But you know, you randomly be talking to me. We like, oh, yeah, and I can repeat everything back to. We can have a full conversation tomorrow. You can ask me, ask invisible tomorrow. She can ask me like, yeah, remember I told you about such such such. I'm like, oh uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> think i do <laughs> remind me again what was that oh, okay yeah i remember <laughs> you know but um and it's <clears throat> it's important because we think it's not important we think that releasing that garbage releasing that bad energy releasing that or forgiving yourself of that thing you know we think if we harbor it or if we forget about it, or if we tuck it away, that it's not causing us harm, but it is. Just like, just like if we go outside and we fall down, you know how, I don't know if it's ever happened to you, but I'm a klutz sometimes, right? So I fell in public before, like in a mall, I slipped and fell and you hurry up and get up. Like, you know, oh, I'm good, I'm good, girl, I'm good. You know, you you got that limp for the rest of the time you in the mall, right? Cause you embarrassed, to right? Listen. But you know you got that little bruise, and you get home, and then you scream a little bit, cause that thing really do hurt real bad. Yes, and you had to hold it in the whole time because you didn't want to feel embarrassed, but you was really in pain, a whole lot of pain, cause that thing hurt when you fell in your behind, right? And it's bruised, and you can see it. It's the same thing with your faith. So when you constantly harbor that you constantly harbor that garbage you constantly suppress those emotions or you constantly do things and you don't forgive yourself or you don't face it or anything you harbor that stuff and it fractures your faith and it's evident in your moods it's evident in your emotions it's evident in your work it's evident in your alone time it's evident when you start to withdraw it's evident with your friend group, it's evident in your family, it's evident in your workplace, it's evident in any environment that you're in that your faith is fractured. Why? Because it has everything to do with your spirit. Your faith and spirit are intertwined. They are always intertwined. And so guess what? The more you suppress, the more you don't forgive yourself, the more you keep throwing that stuff, harboring that stuff in, bringing garbage in but not letting the garbage out yes. you are fracturing your faith you are fracturing your spirit yes. and unless you go to the doctor not yes. a doctor but the doctor dr jesus Amen. dr god dr you know jehovah yes everything okay unless you go to him um with a for a checkup then you will always and forever be fractured and bruised and that thing will never heal it will mm. never heal just like i was like how old was i i was 10 years old right i have a pinky i'm holding my pinky up right now victor's my left pinky finger 
And to this day, it will always be a little bit bent because I tripped and fell over my sister's dog, Boomer. And, uh, you know, Boomer was an amazing dog. She's passed now. Rest, rest in peace, Boomer. But <laughs> I tripped over, fell over Boomer. She was a lab mixed with something, big dog. And, you know, I fell and my pinky was hanging. It was, it was hanging. It was broke. It was messed up. I had to hurry up and get to the doctor so they could sew that thing back together. But I couldn't feel anything, right? I couldn't feel anything at first because it was just kind of hanging. I was in shock. I couldn't feel anything. And until I took a good look at my pinky and I saw it, and then I started feeling everything. It's the same thing with your faith. Until you take a good look at yourself, Mm. on your insides and you face yourself and you take a good look in the mirror and you see yourself that you won't know you need healing mm. amen so victors i ask you this has your faith been fractured tell us your healing process we would love to hear from you because there is no shame in your pain your story is important you are important don't let your story go untold. Your life has value. And if you would like to share your testimony, please feel free to email us at victoriouslybroken at gmail.com. Because in the words of the great poet Abyss, this life isn't for me, it's for you. God gave me gray skies so yours can be blue. Until next time, peace and blessings.